This podcast contains coarse language, dark humor, descriptions of violence, and opinions that will probably piss you off. Listener discretion is advised. I'll be upfront with you. This one is very different than anything I've done before. When I started this podcast, my intention was to cover death penalty cases with a few people deserving of the death penalty who were spared, sprinkled in for good measure. A while back, a friend of mine from my internet days reached out and suggested a case to me. A very recent case, especially considering how old some of the ones I cover are. Here's your disclaimer. This one didn't get the death penalty. There is no last meal, no last words. This person got a very light sentence considering how fucked up the crime was. This one is a tale of lies, abuse, and just how twisted a person can be. It's a story we've all heard before, with an ending that some like to justify. But that's not what I do here. Today, I'm going to bring you a different perspective on a crime. My friend Donnie actually knew the perpetrator. He went to FX school with her. Donnie's a cool dude, and I will plug his stuff later so long as he is cool with it. It had to be within the month before the stabbing happened was the last time I talked to her. Shit, dude. Did she seem unhinged? Probably gonna sound like an asshole saying, but there was very little different when it came to her. Florida law defines second-degree murder as the unlawful killing of a human being when perpetrated by any act eminently dangerous to another and evincing a depraved mind regardless of human life, although without any premeditated design to affect the death of any particular individual. So it's basically murder without premeditation. But how exactly is premeditation determined? Does it have to be planned for months, weeks, days? Can someone have an idea to go shoot their neighbor and only deliberate for the 15 seconds it takes to go grab the gun off their nightstand and still be charged with first degree murder? On October 18th, 2019, a young woman in Tampa, Florida called 911 to report that she had found her boyfriend on their patio lying in a pool of blood. She told the operator, We had a lot of drinks last night and we went to bed drunk. I listened to part of this call and she sounds shit-faced to be blunt. Like maybe she'd been up all night nursing a bottle of vodka. I know what that sounds like because I've fucking been there. When police showed up, she told them she couldn't remember any argument happening. But unfortunately for her, the police had been given surveillance footage which gave an unbiased account of the events of that night. The victim, 25-year-old Matthew Trussler, had a total of four serious injuries. A small cut on his right shoulder, a large laceration to his chest, a large wound on his back consistent with a stab wound, and a defensive wound on his right forearm. His cause of death, I'm seeing conflicting information on. It's either an incised wound to the arm with perforation of the cephalic vein, or the wound on his back. His girlfriend, 29-year-old Melissa Turner, had only a cut on her hand. Okay, so you know Melissa Turner, right? Yeah, I knew her. Knew um, her. <laughs> well, I, 
I, for obvious reasons, I haven't really been able to keep in touch, but that's her fault. Who is Melissa Turner? The media has dubbed her the cosplay killer, but there's a lot more to her than just that. When she was younger, she was very overweight and had some self-confidence issues because of it. I actually saw her lose her weight because when she started out, I don't know how much research she did, but during her first and second uh, semesters, she was in her heaviest from my understanding. And from the beginning or mid part of her second semester, which is when I, my class and I started up until the point she graduated, you slowly saw this weight transformation. And while it was impressive to see, she also started circling the drain mentally because she also, I mean, it's not uncommon for people who are part of the creative programs to get an ego, but she also got involved at the time with somebody who was, let's just say the man had no purpose having an ego because he was a shitty artist and a shitty individual, and a lot of that rubbed off on her. After getting her weight under control, she was a totally different person. Gone was the shy, nerdy, chubby girl everyone knew. Well, I mean, you can understand with losing that much weight comes a huge boost in confidence. Melissa started dating a guy who, according to my friend Donnie, had an ego that ended up rubbing off on her. Like I said, her biggest issue, or not her biggest issue, but her biggest sign of transformations didn't even come with the weight loss. It more came whenever she got involved with um, the guy that she ended up getting with after the time. Whether that had anything to do with Melissa's mental illnesses or you know, like I said it was just a lot of his bad habits and mentalities rubbing off on her that's anybody's guess but I don't think that he did her any favors she got into OnlyFans which seems like a thing a lot of women with body image issues get into if you can't love yourself someone on the internet will do it for you I want to clear something up when it comes to Melissa slash Two Thorn Rose and the whole cosplaying thing. The porn came first. Okay. I Wow. That's kind of weird. Well, as far as the cosplay is concerned, that pretty much was a marketing tool, lack of a better term, or a uh, genre of porn, you know? Porn was where it started, and she used cosplay as a way to advertise her adult content. Melissa Turner seems like every other mentally damaged woman, selfish, egotistical, and unwilling to accept fault for any mistakes she makes. People th found the idea of her doing porn a lot more shocking than killing somebody. I wish there was more information available about Matthew Trussler. From what I gather, he was a kind man who cared deeply for his friends and family. He was innocent. He posed no danger to Melissa Turner, but she painted him as an abusive asshole to try to save her own skin. What a fucking disgrace. I mean, she always had a temper on her from what I saw whenever she was with this other guy. It's probably no surprise to you that Turner's story changed after finding out the cops knew more than they let on initially. She claimed that Matthew had woken her up, still intoxicated, and it pissed her off. She told them that Matthew was holding a knife and she tried to take it from him, and that's when things escalated. No, seriously, this might be something worth addressing that could uh, kind of sound like a bad omen. Mm -hmm. It looked like she was really masochistic in her stuff that she did. Like, 
you ever seen people who've gotten hit and not only do you have the shades of red but you can kind of tell where the skin is about close to breaking even mm -hmm. though it's not a sharp instrument she was the type of person to push her limits with that kind of stuff on the content that she created wow even though that she was the one to kill somebody i don't know what sort of sign you can if that's a sign of some of things to come or not so if it was an accident then i would have called 911 and not just let him die that sounds like some bullshit to me matthew's older brother sean was immediately suspicious that turner had murdered him an ADT camera in their home showed a very calm Matthew walking around unarmed. Turner is seen following him, hunched over and angry. She took the self-defense card and ran with it. I personally don't buy that shit for a second. Did you know about her trying to do porn in between her arrest and her conviction while the trial was going on? No. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I shit you not. All she did was throw this bubblegum pink wig on to separate herself from two thorn rows just so she could keep making content. Initially, Turner was offered a deal of 25 years if she pled guilty to the murder. She tried to counter it with an offer of five years, but, you know, nobody in their right mind is going to accept that. There's no way in hell she was going to get off on this charge. I mean... She got off so many other times, but this clearly wasn't one of them, but I digress. According to the video, Turner can be heard screeching loudly while Matthew is barely audible. People who are still up drinking at 4am and causing problems generally aren't mumbling and hard to hear. They're loud. They're annoying. They don't shut the fuck up. I mean, I used to drink like a fish, but I, I, I never fucking killed anybody. <laughs> And I don't know if her drinking like she did whenever she uh, stabbed her boyfriend at the time had anything to do with what she picked up in Manesson, as far as drinking is concerned. Um, I don't know if she was officially diagnosed with anything like board, uh, BPD or bipolar before or during her incarceration, but from my understanding and meeting other people with similar diagnosis, there were signs whenever we were in whenever we were in the same buildings and I, her and I were on a first main basis too, so. The surveillance footage also proved that Turner was saying things like, I hate you, get up, go fuck yourself, and so fucking die, in the midst of what authorities described as smacking sounds around the time Matthew died. So this was self-defense. She's full of shit. Her lawyer claimed the video was edited to accentuate her volume while muting Matthew. He also said that there were other factors to consider, like the heat of passion. Maybe I'm wrong, but wouldn't it be kind of hard to defend yourself in the heat of passion? Those are on completely opposite ends of the spectrum. Turner claimed that Matthew was choking her during an argument, and she stabbed him with his own knife in self-defense. I loved him. I didn't want to do that to him. The last thing he wanted, he always tried to hide his drinking, his mental health, and how depressed he was. He tried to hide it from everyone. The last thing that he would want for the world to know any of it. Sounds to me like Melissa Turner is just projecting. I have to step in right here and say, I used to be a really bad alcoholic. 
drunk all the fucking time, calling in sick because I was hungover, bailing on social obligations so I could get drunk instead. Hiding an addiction isn't an easy thing to do. Hiding mental health problems isn't either, so anyone who knew Matthew would see it. Melissa Turner sounds like a selfish, abusive pain in the ass who finally snapped one night after having too many drinks. Anger plus booze is never a good thing. Just ask Melissa Turner. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> she waited four hours before calling 911. Had it been self-defense, I'm sure she would have called immediately. Who wouldn't? If someone breaks into your house and you shoot that motherfucker, what's the first thing you do after? You call 911. Maybe they can be saved, maybe not, but you did what you could. If she truly loved him, she wouldn't have left him outside to die. Melissa Rose Turner was sentenced to 20 and a half years in prison for second degree murder. The jury didn't buy her claims of self-defense and neither did the judge. Neither do I, to be honest. This is not a story about a poor innocent girl, said Matthew's brother Sean. This is a woman who intentionally isolated and manipulated a good kid away from his loving, supportive family. This is just a random question. How do you feel about the death penalty? I have nothing against it. Okay. As far as if I have believed Melissa deserves it, I do believe that I'm glad that she got at least 20 years. If anything, my biggest issue when it comes to uh, sentencing for murder, I think life is a waste of material. Whether people, I've done the research and I do, and from what I've gathered, apparently it's cheaper to keep an inmate for life versus giving them the death penalty. But but bullets are cheap, man. Special thanks to my friend Donnie for his time. The full interview can be found on Rumble. I will put links to his social media in the description, and I highly recommend you go check him out. He makes some wicked stuff. If you enjoyed this episode, leave a rating and review, or rumble if that's where you are. Subscribe for more. I'm available pretty much everywhere but YouTube at this point. You can also get me on Instagram at lastmealpod. I'm going to leave you with some Alice Cooper this time, as it's the only quote I feel fits this psycho bitch. Satan sent her from the bowels of hell. I should have recognized old Jezebel. See you next time. <laughs>